Welcome to Live Action Star Wars. I'm Ralph. I'm James. And today we are talking about Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yeah. The first of two Star Wars stories. (laughs) Right. This is the big launch of Star Wars stories. Yeah. I mean, still do one, right? I mean, I don't know. Like, it feels like they wanted to get away from that titling after the quote-unquote failure of Solo. But I'm just like you can do them like you don't need to abandon yeah. that titling like because it wasn't originally a star wars story was it it was going to be like a star wars anthology or something like that yeah like, they were they had a different branding when they first announced them that was a weird period of time like that pre force awakens coming out when they were announcing that first batch of new stuff yeah 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 um <laughs> we i was just telling uh somebody how i we pride ourselves on starting early and we ended up a minute late because we were talking about beck um that's great so i kind of want to still talk about beck yeah uh let's had in the stream real quick uh stevie's here uh sarah who's taking me to see beck tonight is here lucha johnny's here and uh, of course Streamyard. um it it it's Beck. one of those things where like I, I i i love beck i've loved beck for a long time mm-hmm. um uh i think this is kayla kayla's here um the uh and it's 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 one of those things where i dropped off mm. from beck uh, i think yeah. the information was like the last album i got and then that was it for a while why uh, why are you and i so in in tune <laughs> i don't know why yeah. And so, uh, uh, somewhere, I think it was when Hyperspace was released, um, uh, I Beck was even, on as a yeah. guest for uh, a NASA live stream of a launch of some rocket. <laughs> okay. He was talking about this this album, Hyperspace, and uh, he, he, he made these, they're not videos, well, I mean, they're videos, yeah. but they're these weird, like, imagery mm-hmm. comprised of shots from nasa in space and stuff that he used for the song you can get them on itunes cool. or apple music or whatever they're, they're they look like screensavers but yeah. they're they go to like the music and their images for and anyway i i remember watching them like fuck i should i have apple one i could just download any beck album i want so i downloaded hyperspace and then from there i went back and i got all the others uh, like I've got them on record and stuff. in between, I think. Yeah. Well, no, I got like I got like uh, uh, morning phase colors, yeah. modern guilt. Um, uh, I think there's one more in there, and then the hyperspace. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, uh, I'm I'm just gonna say it. Of however many years Beck's been around, hyperspace is my favorite Beck album. Wow. Okay, I need to give it more time. I haven't really listened to hyperspace all that much. Um, I, I dropped I like- off. I dropped off after the information as well through no, for no real nope. reason. I, I, Maybe it's I, just I whatever to, was going on in life. Yeah. I listened to a little bit of morning phase, but not, I didn't really give it all that much time. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I came back in with colors uh, and it was, I was in Hawaii and wow dropped as a single. So I listened to that a few times. It came on the radio when I was out That's there. That's one of Stevie's favorite songs. Yeah. And then, at least on that I was album. Like, but because of that, like when the album came out, I was like, oh, cool. I really like that single. I'll, I'll check it out. Oh. And I love that album. Uh, and so, yeah. yeah, I sort of checked out 
a few others in between, but I haven't I haven't given much time to hyperspace at all. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I could see so Beck here's... being in a Star Wars. I really could see Beck either like in like a mask or a costume or voicing DJ a droid, like a exactly. some sort of a music droid. Yeah, yeah. voicing a DJ but, droid or someone in a canteen. But a protocol build. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like his thin frame would be good for it. Yeah. And his and his his sort of dance moves. Um it there okay, so uh, but for me, like Beck was always like Mutations was always my favorite. Like that yeah. was uh, uh, the first Beck album I got was One Foot in the Grave, mm-hmm. um, but it was after like Loser had come yeah. out. I went back and I got that, and I actually really liked that album. Uh, but I kind of liked the more kickback, less party Beck. Yeah, I mean, it's always every other album, isn't it? You've got you've got party right. back, and then you've got like low key sort of down tempo, but, like like morning phase. It's like totally mellow, and that's what I put on. So so this, I, I mean, trend sort of transentially, transentially. Wait, I don't know the word I'm thinking <laughs> of. Um, has to do with live action Star Wars because okay. every time we do a, every time I have to, uh, I wake up to watch a new episode, like the five thirty episode, I'll come in here and I'll put on morning phase, mm-hmm. uh, while I'm doing the artwork. Cause the artwork is always last minute and, and getting everything set up. Um, so I always listen to morning phase cause it's nice and mellow, but, but, um, but hyperspace hits that sweet spot of right. Just right. enough. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I feel like those albums in in there was when he was sort of going full. Like I think he talked about his uh, Scientology quite a lot in that time, and I think that put a lot of people off. I believe, like Jason Lee, I feel like he's one of those people who was in and then sort of actually did get out. If I remember rightly, I don't know if he didn't. Fair play, do you do whatever you want? And he just he doesn't preach about it. He doesn't really talk about it at all. So it's like I've talked about this before, and uh, like like uh, Scientology I think is just as silly as every other religion and I apologize to anybody who believes it's just that's my I agree and my my whole thing with people who want to believe that is like hey as long as you're not doing any harm don't don't be too preachy don't be going after people you hear horror stories but seriously look at any religion and they're all horrible so you know yeah. Right. Um, but I'm going to see, uh, most likely, yep. hopefully it works out, but I'll see Pete, the retailer oh, cool. from Star Wars Minute tonight as well. He's he's going to go to the show. Um, so maybe he'll he'll see me there. And um, I'm excited. Too. And I thank Sarah for uh, just getting me a ticket, even though I said, oh, I don't really want to go. I don't know who <laughs> Phoenix is. Phoenix are, uh, but it is funny. Friends. I said they they fit in that party back mode as well. Uh, they've got a couple yeah. of really good albums. Their most recent album I really enjoy. So, yeah, they're really it's, good. As soon as I found out that I was going tonight, I sent uh, Pete a text. I'm like, "Hey, are you going to the to the Beck uh, Phoenix show?" And then added uh, attached an image of Beth Phoenix from <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. Yep. And he's like, he's like, oh, that's pretty. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> That edge um, is just gonna come out and spear back on stage. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um. But so after right. that tonight, and I'm off to uh, Boomtown. It's a music festival, quite local to me actually, which is handy. Uh, tomorrow yeah. until like Monday morning. Um, 
yeah, Prodigy uh, headlining on Sunday night, which would be fun. That'd be nice to see Prodigy. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a few bands. Uh, Cypress Hill <laughs> playing. <laughs> Um, okay. That's, I mean, yeah. My uh-huh. introduction, my introduction, my introduction to Prodigy is um, Wipeout XL, I think. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The, yeah. That tracks the, the PS One game. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Because they had a they had a version of Firestarter, but it was uh, um, instrumental. They didn't have the, mm-hmm. the singing, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. this is." I mean, oh, I I saw them here. way, way, way back in the day when I was a kid, like around that same time of like <laughs> Fat of the Land album. Uh, first time seeing them without Keith Flint, who died a few years ago. Um, mm. But yeah, no, that I'm looking forward to that. That'd be good. They're they're, they're great. They've been around forever. Um, yeah, it's it's cool. It's a lot lesser known bands. There's a lot of DJs. There's a lot of like drum and bass and dancey stuff. It's it's a it's a wild yeah. festival. I went to it last year, and it was so hot. It was like 40 degrees Celsius um like so it's about, I don't know what that means. about 105 <laughs> about, about 105 okay. all weekend and we were just sort of hiding from the sun for a lot of it this year yeah because it's in the, like boiling point like 37 something like that it's fucking hot know. it was really really hot um <laughs> whereas this year is it's looking like it'll be a bit nicer um yeah yeah we'll see but i've got a gouty foot at the moment so i'm hoping that that clears up before i have to go because that won't be fun yeah. um but, but that's not Star Wars. None of this is Star Wars. <laughs> I'm fine you, with it. Can you tell that I don't have to rush off to work today? <laughs> right. Especially <laughs> since we're covering a film. Yeah, Usually right. it was last liner. But I don't know if this is going to... The, the only... I didn't really take a lot of notes. In fact, I didn't I take any. bring those up. Yeah. But uh, there were some things where I'm just, oh, I really, really want to make sure I bring that up on the show. Mm-hmm. So I just jotted down some things. Um, yeah, five things. Um. And uh, the first thing I taught, uh, I wrote was the font, the font for the title. Yeah. I don't care for it. I still don't care for it. I didn't like it back then. It's that outlines, like yeah. Times that... New Roman. Mm-hmm. But it matches like the posters for the prequels. Yeah. But I wish it was filled in. I wish it wasn't. It wasn't uh, like open. An outline. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah, yeah. something kind of weird about it. Um, it's one of those things like i i remember b- when this film was coming before we got it in like the months leading up to it it there was a lot of chatter about whether or not there would be a crawl what were they going to do to make it different and how what it was going to be to sort of separate it from the saga films and i i i I was I had a very open mind. I remember people were like, "No, it's got to have a crawl, otherwise it's not Star Wars." I'm like, I think it was announced, we... right? Yeah, I, th- I can't remember. I think so. But yeah. then sitting there in the movie theater and you see the a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away comes up, and you're sort of you're prepared for it. You're prepared for bam, and Star Wars to come on stage, and then we get a, a punch. We get that boom. Yeah, where it's normally Star Wars, but it's so different and i don't know what it is it's it's something about like the the bit of score that michael giacchino drops in there is yeah it just hits you and it's it's a shock first time you see it it is a shock even though because you think you know what you're getting it's star wars but it's just different um and it works but what's great is he follows up that punch with with uh some sort of strings that sound like um, Star Wars, like 1977 Star yeah. Wars score. And it's kind of perfect. Yeah. And he does that throughout. I feel like the the score for this film, it 
it doesn't necessarily sound like like a, just a, a, a Giacchino score. It, and it doesn't mm. sound like it's just someone aping John Williams. It's it's clearly different enough, but it's not like mm. you're not listening to this and going, okay, cool, right, I, I can just hear I, Lost in this. Um, I, you'll I, definitely I be able like, to speak to it if, a lot better than mm. I can. But I'm going to say it feels like a David Arnold Bond score. Okay. Where David Arnold does his own thing, mm-hmm. but he uses those John Barry brass hits that are known for the James Bond series. So what Michael does is he does his his music sounds like his music. Yeah. There's stuff in here that sound like other scores that he's done. Absolutely. Um, I feel like the like like, it's, it's got like, his signature sound, uh, but there's definitely uh, Williams uh, hits in there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh uh which which kind of let you know and it's kind of the perfect it's the perfect way to do this because i feel like gareth edwards set out to make uh something different than the normal star wars starting with the crawl like we still get the long time ago in a galaxy far far away yep um we don't get the crawl which is your first sort of and it's also a cold this open. Is different like it the, that whole yeah. sort of opening section is a cold open we don't get the titles yeah. until after that um, right. which separates it. That's the only right. time because Solo goes back to having it before and we get mm. a sort of a non-crawl, but we get some It's the same. It's, it's, it's the crawl without the crawl. It's like yeah. they, they, it's still the three sentence structure, mm-hmm. with the four dots at the, at the last sentence that leads yeah. you into the story. But, um, but yeah, it's just not set up in crawl format. Um, I, I feel like that's a Lawrence Kasdan thing. He was like, oh, I should, we need to put it, I'm going to write the crawl. And they're like, well, we're not doing crawls. Yeah, but yeah. it's got to be in there. And they're like, okay, well, we're only doing the crawl for the saga episodes. <laughs> so, yeah. But what Gareth Edwards did with this and what Michael did is they're like, hey, it's going to look like Star Wars. Like yeah. you're going to see things from Star Wars, specifically 1977 Star Wars. It's- um, Which works perfectly. But, but it's going to be shot handheld. Yeah. We're going to have uh, Chirons come up and say where the planets are, because that's never done in Star Wars. You only no. know the planet if it's mentioned in dialogue or you're reading some, you know, expanded book. Some expanded that, that book or one of the, like, the planet guides or, like, a, a fact pub right. sort of thing. I, I, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, just those two things right there already make it feel different. Um which is really great because this movie um, has a different tone mm. than what we're used to. Yeah. Even when Star Wars came back, even with episode seven, it's like, it's felt so familiar. It felt so warm and comforting. Yeah. You know, it had been, you know, since 1983, since we had a Star Wars like that, yeah. um, the prequels felt different, which is fine because I think they should feel different. I think Star Wars should evolve. And I think what George Lucas did with the prequels, I like because yeah. he didn't just do the same thing. He didn't run no, there was the formula a different into the ground. Different fails to them, definitely. Yeah, like like speaking of, of James Bond, like when Daniel Craig came in, they're like, okay, we're really going to shake things up and do things yeah. different. Um, uh, that's what this felt like. It felt like, hey, listen, we want to just diversify Star Wars. We don't want it just to be about uh, Luke Skywalker and the and his, the jedi and empire and stuff 
And I think this was like the safest thing to do to, to kind of show that um, things don't have to be linear within that timeline. Mm. I think John Null choosing this time period, it's something we're all familiar with. It's the very first thing you read in the very first Star Wars yep. is uh, rebel agents have... Uh, what a battle and stolen yeah. plans, yeah. So it's an easy way, and you don't need a crawl for that. Where would you put the crawl? What would the crawl say? Um, it, it is so the crawl. It, it's the crawl for the other movie. Like yeah, yeah. So when you when you open up the movie and you have a guy talking about the Death Star and building the Death Star, you know, okay, this is after Episode Three. Yep. And this is before Episode Four. Like it's said in the dialogue, and it's so great that they they pick this because it's like, hey, listen, this 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 movie kind of had a lot on its shoulders as far as uh, giving us a star Wars that didn't fit that formula and that mold. And I think like I, I Gareth Edwards, Tony Gilroy, uh, everybody involved who fucking fought to get this thing yeah. to where it, where the final outcome was just movie. John Nolan, Gary Witter on the first path, Tony Gilroy. uh, Yeah. Everyone like everyone who was scrambling to do the shit, uh, the pickup shots by believe where Tony Gilroy did the pickup shots. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as we're aware, like that's the, the the prevailing. And I think I know, I think I know what, I think I under, I based on the original trailer and this final movie, you can kind of piece it together. Yeah. Um, Whatever they did to make this thing the way it is now, um, uh, uh, hats off to them because it Rogue works. One is awesome. Yeah. Rogue One is really good. Uh, I think there's a little bit of a lull in there uh, in the middle, but I think Michael's music kind of fixes that stuff. I agree. I think that a lot. I This for me might be the most rewatchable of the the Disney era movies. Um I oh, okay. I don't I don't know if that's yeah. I don't I, that might be a recency bias, but I've definitely rewatched this film <laughs> the most in the last couple yeah. of years. Um I think for a while it probably would have been Force Awakens just because of the sheer joy and fun of it. Um right. but I think I'd say since Rise of Skywalker came out and sort of wrapped up that trilogy I've rewatched this film more than any of the other Disney films. Um, and I, I love it every time I often will put it on as like a, a, a comfort watch. And then if I'm, if it's late at night or I, I just want to rest, I'll sort of, I will sort of doze in the middle and then I'll come back and finish it off later. Um, yeah. But it's, it's so propulsive. That first half of the movie is so propulsive. And I remember at the time, just after it came out, people's complaints were, oh my God, it just doesn't breathe at all. Like in the first, it is in the first 13 and a half minutes, you visit like five or six different planets (laughs) and you're introduced to five or six different characters. And I feel like it feels more jarring because every time you go somewhere new, you get the information that this is where this planet is. And sometimes like it's a, imperial prison facility uh imperial yeah. occupied uh mining uh, or like uh trading outpost or whatever it is you find out rebel headquarters and that's, yeah. that's so early on you get so much you get bang 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 but i mean other films jump around all the time but 
I feel like yeah. by introducing where it is, it feels but, harsher. But by do well by doing that, uh, you don't get all the vanity shots of the planet that you would get in a prequel or you would get in Episode Seven. Episode Seven, it, it's a pan down of Jakku. Yeah, it's 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 showing Lingering you the, the steelpecker. It's yeah. still showing you the the. It's giving you the layout. This is like no. Here's where we are in the galaxy. You got there, this info. Here's where we are here. kind of isn't info. any beauty in it at the moment. We're in the middle of a war. We're right. in it. And it, it does take away. And, it makes it a tighter and smaller story, which it is because we're dealing with the boots on the ground, not the grand yeah. scope of it. Um, that's a, yeah, it's a really good way of looking at it. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah it's, I, it's Tristan's favorite Star Wars film, which is awesome. So last night, Stevie commented on the look of it mm. she said everything looks so real everything yeah. looks great and i was like yeah i agree with you i think it's because gareth edwards shot it handheld yeah and i i think i've mentioned this before but like you, when you do when you do stuff handheld the sets and stuff have to be able to be shot from every angle uh-huh. and it needs to look right and i i really like that uh, uh i think it was neil lamont I forget who and and uh, shit. I should have I should have remembered. But I think Neil Lamont was one of the production designers, okay. son of Peter Lamont, who's worked on James Bond movies since For Your Eyes Only in 1981. Um, and Neil Lamont also works on Bond movies. But the the you can tell that Gareth Edwards really wanted to make it grimy. He really wanted it to look lived in, and he probably told him, "Hey, this is going to be handheld. I yeah. can't if I need to get close up." Because I'm shooting it like a war photographer is shooting it. Mm -hmm. I, I need mean, to you, be able to get my camera up against these boxes. This was his. It needs to look good. Third movie, he had monsters, Godzilla, and then this, and it's like, yeah. and each one of those is that monsters is a, a yeah. movie that like twelve people worked on, and he did almost everything. Like he did all the yeah. effects himself. His his yeah. brother did the score, if I'm right, like something like that. Like he. I don't even know who did the score. I, I think I know his brother did something. It's been a while since I watched it. Um, and then Godzilla, obviously, big franchise movie, but shook a lot of people up because it's so different. It's so much more of a small and intimate story just with Godzilla in the background. People that don't like that yeah. movie's criticism of it is there's not enough Godzilla in my Godzilla. I think that's one of the reasons why it makes it so good. Um, it, it's it's you don't want you the, listen. There's movies where Godzilla comes out right away, yeah, and by the end of the movie you have monster fatigue. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the what's Godzilla's great about a threat Godzilla in that movie because his, yeah, yeah. But oh my god, it's so amazing because you don't you just think Godzilla's the bad guy because based on the trailers. Mm. But in Godzilla, like he turns out to be the bad guy. The Motu are there, and it's like a complete surprise. And you're like, oh, awesome, yeah. Godzilla's back. Usually when Godzilla comes back. And they like reboot the franchise, whether it's Shin Godzilla or Godzilla minus one, which appears to be the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Gareth Edwards, Godzilla, Godzilla, 1985. Godzilla is always the bad guy. It's just Godzilla. It's like Godzilla's yeah. back and yeah. he's terrorizing everybody. It's, it's when, in the sequels the Motu, that you get the other. Yeah. When the Motu were revealed in Godzilla, um, I was like, oh, I get the root for Godzilla. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I am yeah. so excited. They didn't. They didn't let us know that that we were going to be able to root for Godzilla. We thought he was going to be the bad guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but what's great is uh, his direction in that movie in Godzilla was 
when you watch Godzilla movie, you see two monsters fighting and maybe it's a helicopter shot, but a lot of the shots, there's no way a human could possibly get in there with a mm-hmm. camera. And for Godzilla, he's like, cameras only where cameras can be. Yeah. I want it filmed where only humans could be. So if you want to see them across the skyline, you have that. to be on a roof of a building and it has to show you on a roof of the building or you're inside an office building looking through the window. Or you're on a train and something's going on in the background. Like, yeah. 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 Totally. So, so you don't have this like weird and like camera just hovering everywhere. Mm. Um, so when I found out how he was doing Rogue One and they kept saying, oh, it's going to be a heist movie. Oh, it's going to be a war movie. Oh, it's going to be both. I'm like, you got me a war movie because yeah. if you're doing a war movie, boots on the ground. This guy knows what he's doing with that. Gareth Edwards is like the perfect guy. And then yeah. I saw all these interviews with Gareth Edwards. Dude looked tired. Um, <laughs> he looked exhausted. Um, I've mentioned this before. I met Gareth Edwards. Uh, we had a chat about Rogue One and he his, his his picture on his lock screen. Hopefully I'm not, you know, overstepping my bounds, but it was a picture of George Lucas on the set of Star Wars, a black and white picture of George Lucas sitting on some boxes on the set of Star Wars looking miserable. And he said, he said, this was my phone. I made this my phone wallpaper the day I got Rogue One because, because I knew like if George is miserable making this thing that it's I need to prepare be, myself. Yeah. It, it, and this was like, this was something like, still okay. yeah. this was something like three or four years after he had done Rogue One. So he, oh, had, wow. he it's already through it and he still had it on his lock screen. Yeah. He was just like, it was this thing. And you could tell, you could just tell like, uh, uh, based on interviews on like the Star Wars show, when it was finally time to cut out, come out, and news was already out that like Tony Gilroy came in, and there's some reshoots and stuff, and and the original composer Alexander Desplat had to had previous um, schedule conflicts yeah. that he couldn't do it because of the reshoots. So Michael came in and did it in like three. We had, like, it was three it was really last minute. Score. It was a last minute change, wasn't it? Um, and I'm just like. I'm just like, dude looks tired. Yeah, he's probably like, yeah, if he wants to do it, but I don't know. Like a lot of people say, Tony Gilroy did the the Vader scene at the end, but Gareth Edwards is in that scene. Yeah, it'd be weird. So he was probably just like, I mean, if you want to direct it, go for it. He was probably like, I've had my fill of directing Star Wars, <laughs> and um, I feel I've, like that's I've, the I've, thing. People make a big deal out of that, the the change and how like they took his movie away from him to save the film and that it was originally trash. I was like, nah, if, if they were going to do that, if they really weren't happy with what it was, it would have been more of a solo situation where it's like the the directors were changed and the credited director is changed at the end of it. It's like, no, there's, this is still Gareth Edwards movie. Tony Gilroy absolutely did some work on it. We don't, we know that that's true. And, but there's, there doesn't seem to be the bad blood that there was between um, right. Lord and Miller and uh, Solo with this. It's a very different situation, despite the similarities of a director change. Like it's yeah, yeah. it's so it's based on based on what we've seen from the trailer, and based on what we saw at the end, or like as the end result, and based on some things that I've heard, mm-hmm. um, it just sounds like. There was pacing issues and the last act was too long. Yeah. And we all saw Krennic on the beach. We all yeah. saw Jim and With the Cassian on the beach. Yeah. Um, and it seems like uh, they just shortened out a lot of that battle. 
and put the climax on the tower. Yeah. And so things that probably were rewritten were lines from K2SO saying, talking about being able to broadcast it as opposed to them escaping on a ship. I'm assuming they escaped on a ship. Maybe that's um, when they decided that they can they can do the brave choice of killing all your heroes. Like they they made yeah. that decision. They were like, no, you know what? They shouldn't get this out, or they died on the ship with like while broadcasting, or whatever it was going to be. Yeah. Like we don't know, but the way it plays out, it works. It gives yeah. Krennic and Jin their moment. It does all yeah. of that. Like, yeah, they they've said that the 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 shot in the trailer, like the famous one of Jin walking down that platform and sort of being face to face with a TIE fighter is, was never ever in any version of it. That was literally there for a trailer a shot. Trailer shot. Um, which I believe the only reason that I go, Hmm, I'm not sure if that's true or not is, and it still kind of irks me. It's like, why'd you pull your gun out? You did. There was no need to pull your gun out while you walk out onto that platform only to holster it again. As soon as you get to that platform, which yeah. is 10 feet away. But yeah. whatever, um, it it makes so no difference. Like, right. And the one thing I like about them broadcasting the plans is when you watch episode two, you see the schematics of the Death Star on Geonosis, yeah. and they're this like beautiful red, really intricate looking hologram. Yeah. And the I plans like that we that. know aren't. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like because the plans were transmitted via satellite during this war, while there's a battle going on, you go with the low um, bit rate, you, you go with whatever you, you can exactly. go. Yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. The fastest upload speed. Absolutely. That'll, We've got a real, real small window and it took a lot of sacrifice. We've lost our yeah. entire ground team and a bunch of guys up there. Like, we don't have much. And they didn't know that any of those guys were coming to, to save the day. It's it's a strange one because I was watching it this time. I was like, the fleet arriving in space kind of fucked them to a point because it was only when the fleet arrived in space that they were like, close the shield doors up, uh, like close right. the shield. Otherwise, they might have left that open and it would have been hard, but there was a chance of them getting off in a ship and escaping yeah. out there. But as soon as the fleet arrived, as soon as Radis and Hera and everyone arrived, it was like, nope, shut it down. Now we've got X-Wings yeah. to deal with. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But you get one of the best space battles in Star Wars for that. Um, I love it. Maybe the best? It, it might very well be. It, because it's so soon. It's That's the thing. Is like, I feel like it's, it's definitely the in the Disney era. It's yeah. the best one. Absolutely. Easily. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what Gareth Edwards does to make that happen. I think it's, he's got a love of the X-Wings and the pilots and the, the that combat. And it's, again, it's what you're saying. It's it's the equivalent of having a camera where a human could be. Obviously, there isn't going to be guys floating around space with a camera, but it's still shot like that. Um, it's the most similar to my favorite space battle, which is Endor with like all of that stuff. And it's something where like in the battle of endor you've got those shots where wedge will be following a tie and then he'll they'll go off they'll come in from frame they'll go off and the tie will crash into the cruiser and things like that and then mm -hmm. they'll dive back down there's shots like that where it's like you follow it as much as you can but the camera can't 
tightly follow because it's like they're moving too fast so you get a lot of those sorts of shots in this and it just works it's also one of the things i think that's great is the way that the pilots are shot yeah um a lot of lighting on them uh uh general merrick Mm, blue squadron um when they're down on on the surface of scarif um that stuff is shot in daylight yeah like they (laughs) (laughs) patrick's here (laughs) (laughs) right right uh that's great i hope they're doing great if you guys aren't following the george lucas talk show uh a you should be following them and if you are in the uk at what is it not glastonbury where are they <laughs> no, no no uh edinburgh edinburgh fringe festival yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah, yeah. uh if you're in the uk you almost certainly already know who ed gamble is from uh the off menu podcast um he was just on the george lucas talk show which is up on youtube now so you can go and watch that uh, they are doing their show there every night, I believe, for, for the rest of the month. So if you're in Edinburgh, go see uh, the Baron and the Junk Dealer in Edinburgh. Um, and yeah, yeah Patrick, uh, while you're here in the UK... It, hey, I could might... send you a link right now. You want to talk about... Yeah, you, you want to jump on? <laughs> I think it was up a volcano earlier today, which I didn't know there was a volcano outside of Edinburgh. That's, that's fascinating. <laughs> I don't know if I, I'm just going to send this to his phone. I doubt he gets. <laughs> if Patrick, he wants to show I think up. Patrick's joining us, everybody. <laughs> I don't know if he is. I'm just going to send it to him. I, think I don't he know is. if he's getting receiving text messages. I don't know how how that stuff works. But if he wants to, he's more than welcome to. Um, but but General Merrick uh, is definitely. Uh, oh, he said send him. Okay, cool. I've sent. It is definitely lit. By the sun and i yeah. think that's gareth edwards is really has this sort of he wants it to be real he wants star wars to be real yeah um i i don't want to bring up the last jedi but <clears throat> and it's amazing looking film but the cameras are always set up in such a way it looks like a set like mm-hmm. it looks like here we we set up this <laughs> shit <laughs> he's... <laughs> he's still in bed though it doesn't matter <laughs> wait a second well, so when is when are you normally up and out of? Are you still in California time? Is it no, no, no. I went. I did a. I did a multi-mile hike up a giant hill volcano thing today, and I'm exhausted. So now we have a show in two <laughs> I was, hours. I was going to say you got a show tonight. Yeah, we have a show in two hours. So I wanted to get a. You little didn't little have to join us. <laughs> I watched the movie like a week and a half ago. Oh, nice. It's so good, right? It's it's the best. It rules. Yeah, there's really very does. few things I don't like about it. Yeah, agreed. Oh, oh, let's hear it. Um, because I want to fight. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I mean, it's very tiny stuff. Honestly, I don't. Yeah. I wish they didn't run into Evazan and Ponda Baba. Yeah. A, a minor, gra- I, yeah. It's a it's a minor thing. And, but I was kind of hoping after watching it this time, I was hoping that other people would have picked that up. Sure. And tossed him in other things. Like it's yeah. almost like they made he tried to make it a running gag and nobody picked it up. Sure. And so it feels kind of out of place. I don't think they look great. I don't either. I um I and think this, they look fine when they're walking towards camera and you just get yeah. a glance and the shoulder bump. Fine. Yeah. That should have been all it was. It's the yes. turn back around. Yes. Yeah. I I, I think Speaking of not looking right. <laughs> What'd you say? Speaking of not looking right, you want to talk about Tarkin? Is that another thing? No, I don't mind Tarkin. I like I don't, it. 
Um, I, think, I, I do think the problem with those guys is a problem I have with most of the more recent movies is that they try to put so many servos and electronics into the heads to make them look more realistic. It's like the knee numb problem where his head is gigantic. Absolutely. You're like, yeah. His head was not that big in Return of the Jedi, but yeah. now it's so big. Um, <laughs> yeah, Pandavabas looks, he looks like Barry Bonds post steroids. It's just like his head is three times too big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think of what else I don't. What else I don't like? Let me let me keep thinking. You hate the score. No, I love the score. score no, so I love that score. It's great. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, no, it's a great movie. It rules. I I wish. Um, I here's something. I do wish that they had kept up the idea of special editions because mm. I think going back every couple of years and fixing Leia and fixing Tarkin up to the current standards yep. is a yeah. cool idea. Yep. And I think just, it would be fun because that movie just looks do it fun. under the radar for absolutely. Yeah, McClunky. Yeah, like someone's just, gonna just like the next time, the next time somebody watches in, they go, "Wait a second, yeah, yeah. Oh, what Tarkin looks great," and then yeah. like it'll spread word of mouth. They yeah. did that with some of the Disney Plus Marvel shows, right? Like they fixed some CG and stuff like that. So well, they yeah. took they they got rid of Jeans guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah. I, I, I'm I pro special edition in that respect. I think they should fix Jabba again in A New Hope. You know what I mean? Just like keep yeah, making keep it, it work. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Like, cause the, I, cause the, cause the huts in Book of Boba Fett look pretty good. They look yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tristan, Tristan's mentioned something that he didn't really like. Uh, and it was James L. Jones' voice. Um, sure. yeah, I, I get it. It does definitely sound different. But then people are mad that the AI, him yeah. in, or or in they Obi-Wan, use so uh, which, Scott it's, Lawrence. It's so hard. Guy, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think like uh, Aiden Christensen. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like if they just kind of somehow pitched it up a little bit, because yeah. in Star Wars in '77, he sounds different in that than he does in yeah. Empire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I want them alive. Like he's yeah. like, <laughs> it's like sounds yeah. weird. He got also, Brock he's, got a, he's got a much more. He's got a, a slower cadence at this point because he's. Goddamn years old, yeah. You know? uh, and I think um, him talking so slowly in such a uh, considered tone is so different from the other versions that maybe even like speeding it up to a hundred and three percent or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, pitching it up a little bit. It's a yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. It's a similar fault that we had with uh, Anthony Daniels in the prequels, where right. it's like you're doing an impression of yourself yeah. as opposed to just doing the the thing. Naturally. Yeah, which I think I think he did in uh, the Force Awakens, but mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson did something in uh, the Last Jedi to get him back on track. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think in Last Jedi and and Rise of Skywalker, he sounds more dry. Yeah, more. It's yeah. more of a performance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just finding your feet again. I guess he just had more time doing it again yeah. at that we point. Can... It's Speaking when which, you haven't done that voice cameo. or performed that character for a while. Well, the Arthur and Trupio cameo. Eh, yeah. I don't I don't have I, I don't it really have like a weird pickup shot. Yeah. Well here's the thing. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Logically, when you start to think about the implications of them being there, and then they're like, Admiral Radis has already taken off. Okay, then has the Tantive already taken off? Where is Leia? It hasn't yet. It hasn't yet. Okay. So, so the conversation on, is... So is Leia on Yavin at that point? I think she must be. She might be on the ship. But she, So she's I on like the they're ship. They're preparing not, it. Cause, but not cause, in the meeting? 
that's yeah that's a good point unless she's she's there well, here's and... the because yeah. we don't see uh, who else don't we see that you'd think would be around that table. Um, but Bale's been on the tantive. Yeah, but, but I mean, Bale might have just recalled Captain Antilles or something. I uh, think he. I think. I think. Have we seen her Princess Leia on the tantive in Rebels? We just watched no. it. No, no. Okay, we see Bale so on, th- on the tantive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we see him in Episode Three in the tantive. We see him in yeah. Rebels in the tantive. Um, I'm thinking he's on Scarif on the tantive. Scarif, he, they're going to Scarif, <laughs> and he tells he tells Mon Mothma, "All right, I'm gonna go tell my daughter, yeah, about this." And he has three PO and R two D two on the Tantive, just like they were at the end of Episode three. Yeah, he goes picks her up and he's like, "Here, take my ship. I gotta go talk to whoever else." Maybe he's going to find... No, he's not going to find Ogo. But he hands the ship to her. Like, here, take the keys go. to my car. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, okay. And the droids are in there. Yeah. Yes. I feel like they... I feel like Radis might have already gone. Like, we, we think that... Yeah, yeah obviously, the Tanti is uh, there in the Radis. Uh, yeah. Or in the uh, Profundity or whatever his name is. His yeah. ship is. <laughs> at the end. Um, but... It, it doesn't need to have been there the whole time. It could have docked with that during the battle and sure. then ejected off. So, like, it's... Yeah. I, I kind of wish that it, as Bail Organa left, he said, let's go, guys. And then you see yeah. C-3PO and R2-D2. Yeah. But yeah. the shot of them seems so... Like, it's a camera pushing yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It's like the only shot in the movie that isn't handheld. Yeah. And it's like, it, it yeah. feels like a little bit out of place. Um, but other than that, I mean, I like seeing them. Yeah, and this was still this was still at a time where they were the through line. It was it was they had a perfect record, didn't they? At that point, still, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wish solo. they had figured it out for solo. Eh, I I don't and, know. I'm I'm sort of yeah. similar. I'm just like you'd only be doing it to keep a perfect record. There wasn't really sure. a necessary place yeah. for them. But you know they're gonna put three PO in Mando. Do you think? I mean, now, it, yeah. I mean, in the timeline, it, again, it kind of makes sense. There's, there are times. We're, right um, we're post. It'd be a new Republic. Uh, oh, yeah, we got our two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'll be there. Oh, they do Leia? I don't know. Don't do pregnant, it. Pregnant Leia? Yeah, I don't know. At least she was still alive during Rogue One, and so it's, it seems fine. It's just they, yeah. like, de-aged yeah. her. I left a a screening of Rogue One and found out she had passed. It was a very weird experience to like see her on screen, turn on my last thing you say, you know, forty text messages. Yeah, Uh, it was very bizarre. Yeah, it was a weird weekend, wasn't it? Like, because I remember hearing about the the heart attack on the plane and then going, "Ah, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on." Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Um, I remember getting out of Rogue One and then going to see a live episode of Star Wars Minute. Oh wow! With Pete and Alex, yeah, and and they they didn't want to talk about it because people in the audience had seen it because it like come out that day. Yeah, and I remember after, I remember after this after the show, we're standing in line to do a meet and greet, and I go up to Pete and Alex, and I'm like, "Rogue One, huh?" And they both kind of line there. We can't we can't talk about it. I don't (laughs) know here. I'm like, but I go like this. I go I go like, but like. Red and gold leader, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Pete's eyes just lit up, and he's yeah. like, "He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." So let's talk that about that was... briefly then, because what did you think about their use? The way that they use those guys, perfect, 
absolutely. Cool. I think it's cool. Um, like you can see yeah, a, a difference in the footage. Like it looks yeah. slightly different, but there's something about it. It just works. Obviously, you've got the um, rogue leader, gold leader reporting in sort of shots that are exactly from the film. But then yeah. you've got other I think they're used... different takes. They might be. They might very well be. But, but they're the saying like the it, same dialogue. Yeah, and the the other stuff, the other times that you see them are, I think, some of it is cut takes that weren't used mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Um, and, and I think great, the reason you why... know that there's so much of that. We've seen it yeah. all from Return of the Jedi. There's so many other pilots. The, uh, the thing that really sells it is having at least the guy who's still alive, who I Pete's believe McGinnis. lives in Edinburgh. I believe lives in Edinburgh, and I tried right. to get him on the show, and I was told no, no, no. Did you see you know, that documentary? Yes. They had him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you guys talked about that documentary? <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that in a second. Um, but they had him come in and record new dialogue. You know, so yeah, like oh. when he says like uh, gold leader here and then you see him say that and then it cuts away. But he keeps talking. He's like starting our attack on the shield gate. Like, so it sounds like it's the same sentence that he's yeah. talking. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that really sells it psychologically for you. Because yeah. like, obviously, you your brain knows that this is 40 year old footage. But hearing him say it will sort yeah. of. You just cut to the wide that. of like the three Y wings coming they, in. They like yeah. cleaned it up and put in like yeah. the same sort of lighting effects on their face. Yeah, it's really they, good. they removed the background and then mm. re yeah. re rotoscoped them in or whatever the you and know. The whole thing is, is they weren't going to be in it. Yeah. Okay. But but Gareth Edwards was doing some tour of some Lucasfilm archive, and he found and the then footage. They the found footage. the footage, and he's That's like, right, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 wait, what? <laughs> and then they're like, yeah. okay. And they, and they put it in, which, I mean, I just, when I saw it, I, it, I, I was, like, shocked. Yeah. Like, I, I was, like, I didn't, it didn't even occur to me, like, me those neither. two guys yeah. are going to be in it. Yeah. And, and it just made me, like, super, like, involved with it. Like, it's really, yeah. that was the moment where it started closing the gap on 1977 Star Wars. I mean, those last, I think those last 40 minutes of that movie are, like, maybe the best Star Wars there is. You know, like, that final battle so. and, and leading into everything is, like, the mm-hmm. best. The thing I do think is a shame with that final battle, there are some, like, that they don't see bigs and you you know like even if it was a guy in the background with a mustache that like you you're like that is i think they have that there is a guy in the Uh, mustache trading cards yeah on yavin base there is a guy with a mustache yeah you see him sort of getting into an x-wing the digital trading cards on the the tops app yeah Um, there was a shot of pilots running in yavin base and you can see a big guy I i see this guy Holding, huh. hold a big guy holding uh, Porkins helmet. Like Porkins is in the background. Like they matched the pilots. Uh, Bigs, Bigs Wedge, Bigs Wedge, and Porkins could have all been there. Um, yeah, yeah, Tyree. Like there's, there's those yeah. guys. They all could have been there. Oh, interesting. I'm looking at this picture now. This is fascinating. Yeah, I mean that's that is big. Can you share? Do, can you do you want to share uh, screen? Yeah, let's find out. It's a little bit of a pain in the ass. Um, something that does. It is a little I, something that I obviously like about this movie. There you go. Ah, there you go. Yeah, great. It's close uh, enough. That, like, yeah. like for what for what you've got, it's like that. Yeah, 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 that's fine. That could be both of them. But I've never seen him before. And and he's got you know, Biggs' like, helmet as well. Like that is one hundred percent Biggs' yeah. helmet. Um, no. Something that does it's interesting in this movie is obviously love the uh, the diversity of the cast. It's really great to see so many new kinds of faces. 
but when you see so many diverse fighter pilots and and people around the table in this movie, and then you go to New Hope next, and you're like, <laughs> "Oh, well, what happened, Paul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, did they yeah. all go? Yep. You know, so that is a little jarring, I think, going from that movie to this movie. Well, from uh, chatting to, uh, I feel really bad because I'm completely blanking on his name, but we had him on this show, um, who played the um, Samuel, girl Samuel. Sam. Yeah. Uh, from from speaking to him, we know that. I mean, he he told us that he should shot some cockpit stuff as well. Like, sure. so there's a lot more out there that they could have used but look they, there's they could still use that stuff of this movie oh yeah um yeah. but they could use that stuff wherever they've got that footage yeah. like he you can see him if you know where you're looking for him around yeah. that table but otherwise you know they've got a lot of cockpit did you look for him this time yeah did you look for him this time yeah uh yeah, you see him too. over the shoulder um have you, have you guys ever seen wake up ron burgundy Oh, yes. I, I, yeah, I think when it it's first came movie, out. It's yeah. the movie that they edited out of the deleted scenes of Anchorman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I feel like we should have like a Wake Up Rogue One, you know, where right. it's just like, yeah. we made another movie out of all the stuff that's not <laughs> in Rogue yeah. One. Um, I'm wondering, I, I, I know somebody, I know somebody, a mutual friend, a mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. Patrick, mm-hmm. has seen the sort of uh, yeah, Gareth sure. Edwards cut. Yeah. Um, we should ask them. If, I'm if, sure they'll, can do sure a they will absolutely talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is fast. I mean, you're never going to see it. You know what I mean? It's no. one of those things where it's just like, it's never, it's like the Lord and Miller. Also, stuff. you're never going to see so much of it. Uh, which I'm, I'm so happy we got what we got. Yeah. Absolutely. Love yeah. the movie. Because I love the movie. Also, um, I, we, this last time I watched it, sorry, I'm talking a lot. Um, no, it's fine. This last time I watched it, we had just finished an Andor watch. So mm-hmm. watching okay. one of Andor into this, it rules. It's yeah. very cool. I, so this is the first time I've watched it since Andor. Yeah. And Melshi is so much more prominent than I remember. Yes. Me yes. too. Oh, see, <laughs> I, I, I knew it. he's a lot more in the novelization. So because oh, I'd read the novelization, like his, he's name dropped throughout yeah. that book. Um, but he's name dropped like a couple times in this movie. Yeah. And I don't think he, I've yeah. ever. He's the one who up. gets Jin out of the prison yeah. transport at the beginning. Yes. Um, he's he's one hundred percent like Cassian's man. Like he's his second in command of when, the ground team. When we were watching Andor, it was someone who saw Rogue One when it came out, but hadn't watched Andor and whatever. So we were watching it, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's in Rogue One, but he doesn't really do anything." Yeah. And then we're watching the movie, and I'm like, "Oh, have <laughs> I never seen this movie? Like, this is so weird." It's great though, and it Please. makes it makes that character so much more interesting because, yeah. like. He yeah. is one of the first sort of big sacrifices in that battle. Yeah. He's the one who's got to go and flip the switch. Yeah. Um, and it's, he's, he's all over it. It's great. And it's, yeah, a big fan, big, big fan. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm really excited for Andor season two, whenever that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, because picking up where Andor left off and then watching this and seeing him, blast that guy in the back i'm like yeah. well yeah i've seen andor it seems like that's pretty much his style like yep. it's not as jarring yeah. um but just to see him now interacting with mon mothma in such a way that we haven't seen in andor i don't even know if they've met in andor i haven't no and and like we know her so much yeah, yeah. we know andor so much now and seeing them the together way... as sort of side by side i'm like the way she can't wait for season him. two in this yeah. film, like because it's her that says this is Captain Cassie and Andor of uh, yeah. Rebel Intelligence. Captain, it's even Captain is a, is a crazy thing. Yeah, like the the uh, Cassie and Andor that we know from Andor is now a captain. I feel like it might yeah. be a recent promotion. 
Um, yeah. We've heard that the last three episode arc of Andor is going to literally lead right into this. Yeah. I feel like he gets promoted. I feel like he might be the person who potentially kills Luthen well, or something Tony happens Joy with Luthen. Will Tony Joy put in Hera? Uh, I wouldn't maybe I, I don't know if so he gives a shit. I don't think like, he cares. Well, here's the thing. So Tony Gilroy uh makes a Star Wars show that's like not even like it yeah. there's stormtroopers in it. Yeah. Yeah. And imperial like there's not it feels like it's like anti Star Wars. Yeah. It's like he had this idea, but he's like, All right, I'll just put it I'll, just I'll put it give in the a Star Wars skin. Yeah. But then uh he goes on stage at Star Wars Celebration and He's he's I, I you can tell he's just kind of like whatever Lucasfilm yeah. has me doing this. He goes out there maybe with Diego Luna. I'm not sure. Yeah. But Is, people you're talking start, about in Anaheim or in London? In London, yeah. So the show had come out, yeah. And he comes yeah, out and he sits down and he just looks like, let's all right. I am here to interview with this yeah. person around the and but all the fans start chanting, yeah. One way out, yeah, one way yeah. out, and something happens where well, he's was... like, "Oh, oh, shit! You this love is, this. This like, might be this... great." Yeah, like, I get it now. So I was, I was at both. I was at Anaheim and I was at London. And in Anaheim, he comes out to show the first trailer at the opening ceremonies, and he does not care. Right. It yeah. seems like that he's there. You know what I mean? Like he's too cool for it. He's, and I say this with all the yeah. love in the world because, like, very talented guy, obviously. But he was just like, they're like, what can you tell us about the show? And he's like, uh, nothing. Just watch the trailer, whatever. And then at this <laughs> way in London, he was. It was kind of like a, okay, here we go. He's got yeah. the swagger of a guy I'm who knows guy. he's got something good. So it, yeah. it will be fascinating to watch this season two to just see like how it changes. But also, he hasn't been on set for a lot of season two. I was gonna say is like at least like, like the back half of it. Yeah. he's not been around. It's so it'll be interesting. There is a concern. Yeah. Um. It was funny watching Rogue One after watching Andor, though, because you're like, oh, he does look a lot older in Andor. Like, it was yeah. not something I noticed while watching Andor, but, like, you're like, oh, he, he uh, looks so young in Rogue One. Yeah. Um, right. It's funny. Um, I mean, it's, it's close enough that you can get away with it. There's a lot For more sure. jarring. For but, sure. yeah, it's, it is interesting. I, I really feel like that, those, that last three-episode arc that leads into this, we're going to get a lot of the people who are yeah we see like i'm i'm kind of expect to see merrick and uh sure. what's his name the guy oh, yeah. head of head of uh rebel intelligence who's in rogue one yeah i think all of those guys will we're gonna get give me um, general Maydeen. you know what i mean oh, like, that'd be awesome give yeah. me all these guys yeah drop them all in yeah. there um there's there's a lot radis. of potential i radis. just need radis yeah. Yeah. i don't know if toy nagero is into aliens and stuff i think he put in like two of them in yeah. Andor because he yeah. probably had to. Maybe but... maybe Creepy Kid's going to introduce him to Radis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's He's... my biggest bummer with Andor is I wish there were more aliens. There's that, like, one scene where... I mean, there's a couple, but, like, there's the one scene where they just got off the prison yeah. and it's the two guys on, like, the beach that they get the ship from. The net. Yeah. Um, who are very funny in it. But I just and the doctor were... with the four quad arms. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I barely count him as an alien. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I feel like I, feel like I, I need... I need Radis because when Radis shows up in this, both me and Stevie were like, "Oh, Radis, we love Radis. Yeah, so good. His yeah. line, Rogue One, may the Force be with you.' Like the yeah. puppeteering with his eyes half closed, yeah. like he's crying, and it's just like sad. And then the music, 
it gets me every time where he and says, where he that, gets the plans and yeah. he's like, you did everything you could, you could, I know you're going to be dead. May the force. And be he knows that he he's dead as well. Like it's a sacrifice. Like, and the fact that he, he makes that sacrifice to the, the bring up the hammerhead cruiser and between him oh, and yeah, that ship captain, it's like, some of you aren't making this off. Like eject if you can yeah. get yeah. as much of your crew off as you can. But then the, the guys on that cruiser, again, I think it's expanded on in the novel, um, where they're like, most of them were like, no, nah, this is more important than us. Like, we've got to take this stuff yeah. out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is better than the destruction of the executor, I think. Like, the, the yeah. those two. Yeah. Um, they're, just, they're just crisscrossing. The way that it's shot, and you see it from inside the second Star Destroyer's bridge, See that yeah. one coming towards it. It's amazing. I just remembered I barely bought anything in Edinburgh, right? I've been mostly just spending money on food, and that's pretty much it. Except <laughs> that, oh. <laughs> I went to a store and they had it for seven pounds, and I said, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't, great. I don't know what that means. I don't know how much seven pounds is. It's like nine bucks. Yeah, um, at the moment. Yeah. Earlier, James brought up Celsius. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. no it's, no. It is currently 23 down here, Patrick. Sure. But, yeah. I, I think sure. It's, it's, it's double it and add 30 or something. I don't That's know. So I can't remember. Confusing. Yeah. So confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this movie, uh, this movie rules. This movie rules. It rips. Uh, and, and everything that Tony Gilroy's done has really been like, it all totally makes sense. Like it, it, especially after watching the the series and then watching this, it totally feels like yeah. it fits right into this. Mm-hmm. And now I just kind of want to and or verse. Yeah. Like yeah. I just want whatever they're doing in these like grown up star Wars. Like I yeah. want just, just something over here. Like they have the star Wars YouTube uh, kids channel. Like yeah. do a star yeah, Wars yeah. grownups. Yeah. It's just like, so Watching this and watching it in the context of Andor, as if it this is like the culmination movie at the end, um, if it had been made in that way, where it's like two seasons in a movie, like that sort of style. Watching this and seeing the characters that do cross over and carry on, it makes me go, oh shit, what's going to happen with Luthen, with um, yeah. Cyril, with all of these yeah. other main characters? Uh, it makes you go, oh, there's there's some things here that we haven't got yet. And it, I'm mm. more and more fascinated by their stories, probably even more than Cassian's. Cause we know where Cassian oh, is, ends up. Is K2, uh, have something to do with Dedra? Like, uh, who is... knows? Like, mm. it, yeah. Was he assigned to Cyril Khan, but like he, they just messed up with him or something like who, who knows? Yeah. But, or, or was, does Dedra ever have scenes with Krennic? Does she interact with Krennic at all? She oh. has to. I think she has to. Like, because Krennic oh, might be my favorite. He might I be think... my favorite bad guy of any of the Star Wars movies. He he did an interview where they were like, "Are you in it?" And he's like, "I don't know." So I feel like you know. It, what it about we? This is where we get our Tarkin, our good Tarkin. I mean, could be. Look, I still want. He's been name checked. I, I think hasn't he? I I think this is yeah. the show. To do the redeemed Jar Jar Binks. You think in this one? Andor. I think if you do an adult, grounded, realistic looking version of Jar Jar Binks, I feel like That's if what... anyone is going to do yeah. it, 
and make people be like, that was pretty good. There's a lot of talk that they're doing Naboo, isn't there, in season two? Like, like, they've shot at the same locations and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick, when you say this is where you do it, yes, this is where I do it. But is that (laughs) what Tony Gilroy will do? Yeah. Yeah. Does he care? Is he like, since Celebration, he's like, oh, Star Wars is great. Let's see what else they got. And starts just putting in the. He's actually started watching other stuff that wasn't like things that he worked on. Yeah. Yeah. He's working on his. Do you think he's ever watched an episode of The Clone Wars? He's working on his Tales from Jabba's Palace TV show now. He might have been told to watch the Sorcerer episodes and then just read a Wikipedia episode, like entry instead. Well, that um, is the thing. Stuff like that is always so interesting to me. Where I'm like, how much stuff like that did they have to go to Pablo or Matt Martin or whatever well, just to be like, uh, can we add something more specific in here? Like how uh, you know? Well, that was the thing with like, like I believe that it was like Gary Witter came up with yeah. a character that wasn't necessarily Saw Gerrera. Yeah. And they then when it goes up through the story group, it's like, yeah. oh wait, hang on, we can for that. Could we can we guy. can adapt this slightly, like and change if we change yeah. this line of dialogue or this mannerism, like like we can put that as Saw Gerrera. Why not? Yeah. Um, and that's great. That's what the story group is in my mind. That's what they are best at. That's what they're there for. Yeah is taking story ideas that are naturally occurring ideas from a writer yeah, and then tweaking it so that it can tie in when it's relevant. If I was home right now, I would walk off screen like this uh-huh. and I would go grab something and I would come back and it would be a vial of sand that Gary Witta gave us that was sand from Scarif. Amazing. I, th- I think you've done that on the show. Have I yeah, done it on possibly. the show? I think, I think so, so, yeah. You told us about it. I um, so we we nearly had Gary on this episode. Uh, oh really? I was, I was chatting yeah. to him, but then yeah. then he didn't he didn't respond to a message of mine, and I didn't want to bug him. So I was yeah. like, it, it was hard because because we're on Blue Sky, yeah, me and James, oh, sure. and so no, like it's a it's it's a little bit easier to sort of contact people. Like they tend yeah. to respond. Yeah, yeah. And, and so he, did. he was great. There's no DMs on Blue yeah. Sky, so yeah. Gary Witt is like, just just shoot me a message on Twitter. Yeah. And um, I'll get back to you. But Twitter, yeah. like, if you don't follow someone, the it's message healthy. might get buried. Okay, and, yeah. yeah. So yeah, 100%. we might be able to do it at some point. I'm, yeah, I think down the line, I, that, there was no like animosity or anything. It was just, yeah. I think it was just yeah. a message that got missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told, I told James, I said, if you get Gary Witta, who was at the beginning of this project, I said, I, I'm seeing Michael on Sunday, so I'll ask him if he wants to be on because he's yeah, at everyone. the end of the project. We could have the uh-huh. bookend of it. Yeah. But instead. Yeah, we got Patrick, which was a surprise, and yeah, no, uh, I've never... been I mean, enjoying fair, it. If if we if we worked on it, we could probably get four people that worked on this movie, like in very very was weird work on it. Yeah, Ed worked on this in editorial. <laughs> like Sam was a, a day player <laughs> extra. I have Admiral Radis's email if you guys want it. Sweet, perfect. That's the um, stuff we need to do. That's I think so. La- we've decided when we do our data link episodes, mm-hmm. if we don't have an idea to talk about uh, next week, we're talking about rebels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if we don't have an idea, we'll just cover a character. We did mm-hmm. Jar Jar Binks last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Radis we is the perfect Jar Jar sort of level of character. So. Yeah. I think Radis would be perfect. But can I just say uh, for those of you who just are listening to this this episode, our regular episode, um, go listen or go watch our Jar Jar Binks episode on yeah. YouTube. Um, I'm so happy with I, that. I episode. thought it was really good. Yeah, I oh, thought it was great. really good. I may, I, it's up to you, James, but I may put that out as an audio. I'm fine episode. with that. I think that's great. I think that's a good one. It, like, I, I was buzzing after that episode. I went to work and I was just like, 
That's fucking great. That's that I feel like is the one of those episodes where I'm just like, this is what this podcast is, where we're talking about the shit that we love. And yeah, we'll talk about problems, our history with it all, and things that might not have worked for us in the past, but it's all great. It's all yeah, such it's, good it's stuff. It's an hour of Jar Jar. Yeah. Rules. Yeah. Rules. Yeah, we were more yeah. focused on that than we ever are. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot to say. And my sister gave me shit for being like, oh, gee, I wonder who picked this topic. And I'm like, it was both of us. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. both of us. Don't worry. Here's the thing, guys. Jar Jar's great. Yep. Yeah. If I were to get a black series, I kind of want a Jar Jar. Oh, it's very good. (laughs) I don't have that many. I mean, I've I've been buying a lot more recently, but uh, the Jar Jar one specifically, like the sculpt is good. It's very movable and it doesn't look like it's very movable, you know? Hmm. Um, I recommend it. Okay. There's a base at a comic book shop, like a couple blocks away for 10 pounds. And I'm like, I think I'm going to get that base. Pretty good. Yeah. Go get it. Right Avoid now, av- <laughs> yeah, take us with you. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Oh, you I said two blocks. Look, if if is that, I in, is that in American blocks? <laughs> it's metric blocks. If I had service <laughs> on my phone and I wasn't just living off of Wi-Fi, uh-huh. I would do it. But do not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Krennic's great. We talked about Krennic. Uh, I like Galen so I think there's. Uh, in the Catalyst novel, there is a lot more there where you see that mm-hmm. Krennic is definitely into um, Galen, uh, like yeah. more than that. Like he obviously he respects the work, but he's he yeah. doesn't like um, Lyra Urso because she's just in the way in his yeah. mind. Um, there's, oh, there's... Are you, is there a subtext that you're alluding Absolutely. to? Absolutely. No, I mean, it's, oh, it's, I didn't know that. It's, it's book, I mean, it's that book's it's good. There. If you ever um, read that book, Ralph, it's, it's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Ralph I'm not going to read that book, but yeah, it's it's there in that book. Like if you want it to be, like it's it's not like jammed down your throat, but it's it's really really there. Um, you pat them on the butt, say job well done. <laughs> basically, yeah. Um, yeah. And you get more of that scene that you see like from Jin's dream and things like that. Um, but yeah, like basically, Galen Erso is a tragic figure. Like in during the Clone Wars, he was captured and was making weapons for separatists mm-hmm. uh, that he didn't want to be doing. He was rescued by Krennic. Uh, he's put to work, and he's just always being used. But it's kind of sort of uh, he's used to make these weapons of mass destruction. And he's as soon as he realizes what his work is being done for, he tries to get out of it. But he's one of those scientists who's just like he loves the work. No, no. Like, he does like doing the work. But then he gets on an airplane and he doesn't know about continental drift and how that <laughs> wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love that movie. Uh-huh. I, I really like that movie. I had a conversation with Michael on Sunday. He he, he, he didn't care for it. Um, but it's, uh, it's, man, amongst our Fireball Island group, it is a, a point of contention. It is split down the middle between so those of us who like it and those that don't oh interesting Um, i just think it's a fun movie and i feel like the contention (laughs) is always like interesting to me because i'm like i don't know what you're mad about like i had a good time it was fun movies are funny that way they're just it made me smile i enjoyed it like that's 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 the bar for me like (laughs) i mean i think if you go in not necessarily wanting to love a movie or building it up way too much in your head then you're not gonna you know enjoy it as much yeah you're literally watching people make pretend 
on a screen. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to take so seriously sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I went and watched the Ninja Turtle movie um, last week and it was absolutely wonderful. Oh, yeah. that's great. A wonderful movie. Yeah. My um, friends wrote it. So that's great. I haven't oh, seen it cool. yet. Nice. Seth Rogen and Evan. No, they, they wrote like the original or they like rewrote some of it or something. Dan Hernandez and Benji Samet who wrote Detective Pikachu and oh, cool. they wrote on the tick and they wrote on uh, my favorite show, 1600 pen starring Josh Gad. Cool. Uh, it's not really my favorite show, but uh, <laughs> they're great guys. And they, Wait, isn't the, is that the Terry O'Quinn show? No, no, that's 666 Park <laughs> Avenue. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Is there a new subcategory of just address shows? Uh-huh. <laughs> 30 Rock? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there yeah, you yeah. go. What's the Sunset Strip? No. Uh, Studio, Studio 60, 60. On the Sunset Strip. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tangential. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not trying to say yeah. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Any murders Tangential. in the building on that road? Uh, that's the full title. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think what else I like in this movie. I like everything in this movie. I think the music rules. I'm sure you already talked about that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think. I don't know. I just. I wish. I'm just more curious about what the yeah. original story was. More. I don't even need to see it. I'm just like curious in the world the in the world are. where like Oppenheimer exists. Yeah. Like, give us that Gareth Edwards like cut that's way too long. Sure. Mm. Like, I'll sit there and I'll watch it. Absolutely. I, I thought about I thought about Oppenheimer while I was watching this movie with Galen Erso in particular because yeah. I'm like it's mm-hmm. it's a similar sort of story. Obviously, it's told with a Star Wars lens, so it's not going to be as grim as yeah. Oppenheimer. But there is a similar story there of the the scientist sure. who's yeah. working on a project, and you know, by the end of it, is like. Ugh, I have just made a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys talk about Boar Gullet? Not yeah, we, we haven't. What do you think about Boar Gullet, Ralph? I think it's 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 not ultimately not necessary in the yeah. movie. Yeah. But I mean it's it could be one of those things where it's like I feel like every Star Wars movie has a creature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh but like how do you where do you put one in this story? And I don't know. This just feels like. I guess uh, that. I don't know. I, it, it's my. Borgallet sort of is the epitome of everything that I think about Saw Gerrera in this movie. Where I'm just like, they hadn't found it yet. And I think uh, Forrest Whitaker really has now. And it's a character that he seems to like coming back to and playing. Because <laughs> yeah. he's done yeah. it a bunch in whether yeah. it's a voice, a video game, uh, live action. Like, he's more than willing to come back and be involved with this which is cool to see yeah i now i really wish his death had been left ambiguous if we hadn't seen that cliff come down like if he does that takes the pipe out of his chest and sort of is there if they'd left that as that and then we don't see that that entire base get swallowed up like he could be like the the gambeliblis of of the the disney era from the throne books where he's that what if he just flew away? I mean, maybe. Somewhat like two tubes comes in, swoops him up, picks yeah. him up, fucks off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be great. But I mean, I mean, not even Under like rubble. I mean, they didn't blow Oh, he just planet. flies away. I just mean like little Iron Man boosters on his feet. I mean, he's got the feet. Save the million, save the dream. He rips it off and then he just goes. <sighs> That's what he was doing. That's what that I feel like... that he takes off here is just yeah, the, the exhaust. Thing. Yeah. They didn't blow up the planet. They blew up Jetta City. 
and he was on the way outskirts of Jetta City. Mm -hmm. And yes, the mountain was folding over on itself, mm -hmm. but he was standing in a doorway, which, as you know, is <laughs> the, safe the safest place to, place to be. Yeah. To be. So, the but, and he's also covered in armor. He's covered yeah. in armor. Uh -huh. So two tubes could come by after the fact yeah. using sensors and droids. Yeah. Find that he's still alive. I think if, if, if Boba Fett could survive the Sarlacc, like I want to see the exact same scene play out. Because you need really to get Pat Oswalt to to say how Sagrera is still alive. Yeah, and then uh oh, Patrick's uh, looking something. Excuse up. me. What was what was the Chris Rock Saw movie? It's called Spiral from the Book of Saw. Oh, there you go. It's like the Book it, of Boba Fett. It's right there. It's in front of us. <laughs> the, I took the Book of Saw in my head, and I was like, "That's a thing." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and yeah, I've got like um, all of the Thrawn trilogy stuff on my mind because I've been reading through them again recently. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that he was part of the Alliance was one of like the founding members with um, Mon Mothma and Bail Organa. He left around the same time in those books, around this sort of time that he left mm -hmm. them because he was, he was an extremist and everything. And then comes back in with like katana fleet stuff I was, but I was, you could do that shit in ahsoka like they've got enough of the other elements of the those books in there like bring saw in just have a saw yeah. of all eras yeah. yeah i was just thinking i was just saw thinking oh sasha sasha definitely show up in andor yeah two episodes yeah <laughs> right and they they've had to move his base which again fits the character moving his base around but yeah. they they had to move his base because the one down in dorset that they had um was like when they were shooting down there that's an amazing minifigure of radis um is this real is this a real yeah, thing you can get yeah, it's real uh there's a place uh, by my house yeah. that sells you can buy they open up all the blind bags they'll open mm -hmm. up like cases of blind bags and set them all out and sell the mm -hmm. minifigures for individually and I, I think i want that radis yeah sorry to interrupt no you're good, you're no, good. No. Great. I, just, worth I thought it. this i thought it was important you it know? is. Is there a Radis Black Series figure? There's no Black Series. There's a three and three quarter. There's no Black Series though, which is stupid. Very disappointing. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, no. So, so in all eras would be really cool. I'd like it. We've had Clone Wars. We've had Rebels. We've had yeah. uh, original trilogy, basically. Uh, so yeah. let's get some like New Republic era Saw Gerrera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here's, here's the three and three quarter. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad, but I want a six inch. Yeah. Yeah. It comes with a um, gun. Just like it comes movie. with a fire shooting gun. Because they, they <laughs> talked about with uh like the inspiration for Radis was Winston Churchill, and I'm like, Yeah. Radis is so much better as a person than Winston Churchill. Churchill was a shit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you've only this seen was, like this was his crowning moment. I was gonna say you've only seen like seven minutes of Radis. Yeah, I've not seen the like the complete racism yeah. that he used to pull yeah. back <laughs> on Moncala. Like, yeah. Dude hated Quarren's. Um, <laughs> um, like Admiral Racist. <laughs> yeah. Uh this movie rules. Yeah. 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 There's much else to talk about. Uh Patrick, you want to talk about the musician Beck? Uh sure. <laughs> That's how we started this show. Yeah, was on Beck. Was born into Scientology, recently left. People seem to like him Ooh. a lot. I never really got into it, but Okay. You're a little bit younger than us, I think. You like Maybe science. I'll ask him. Maybe I'll ask him tonight. Oh. I might yeah. see him. I, well, yeah, I remember him. hearing that he'd, he'd left Scientology. Yeah. I didn't realize that he was born into it, though. I thought he might have married into it. I think he was born into it. Yeah. 
Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, wasn't he married to Marissa Rabisi? Am I right in thinking that? Uh, I don't know who that is. That's uh, Giovanni's sister. She was oh. in Dazed and Confused. Uh, she was the redhead in well, Dazed and Giovanni Confused. Giovanni also. Yeah. Home, so. I think that... I think that might have been his intro, or oh, you know, so. they just paired him up. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The feedings told them they must be together. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I saw that there's a Scientology uh, place, recruitment place, church near, near me. You? Yeah, yeah. Currently, uh, okay. Through his parents, he was involved in Scientology for most of his life. His ex-wife Marissa, also a second-generation Scientologist. And then uh, he said he was in 2005. And then in 2019, he's, in 2005, he says, yeah, I'm a Scientologist. And then in 2019, he says, I think there's been a misconception that I'm a Scientologist. I'm not a Scientologist. <laughs> <laughs> so he got out, but he did it quietly. He didn't, guess, he didn't yeah. make a big deal out so of it. So he left, he left and then d- did hyperspace. Yeah, and colors. Colors, I think, was somewhere before yeah. that. Mm-hmm. His morning phase was deep Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah interesting beck's great i'm very jealous i want to go see beck um yeah. it's been a while it's been a few years yeah i'm seeing him tonight and uh pete the retailer will be there and i'll say hi to pete Tell him I, said I, I, I don't know what my sister has has planned but the last time we went to this venue um she knows the people that run security and got me uh in the back to meet michael mcdonald there you go so I'm, 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 I don't know. I don't know what the plan is today. She's picking me up at four, which is pretty early, and yeah. I'm hoping to get back there and say hi to Beck. There nice, great. Right. If not, if not, that's fine. Hat. Try to wear his little hat. Absolutely. No, yeah, I'm yeah. have to take off my hat. I look dumb without my hat on. But <laughs> even if it's just to put on another hat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you could it's swap one of those hats. things where I take it off, like if you can swap hats down and Beck, this Beck way, wears your hat and on stage. Comes on this way. If you can um, get back to wear an El Coyote hat during his show, <laughs> it would be amazing. We all know. We all know. Yeah. Everyone watching the show will know. I, I think like I was Coyote. with Ralph the day he got that hat. You are correct, sir. There you go. Thank you so much, Mr. McMahon. <laughs> I, I, we, we, uh, yeah, we went. This is Star Wars related. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Stevie went up to LA. We went to El Coyote. Uh, she got me this hat because it's a cool hat. Cool. And um, after that, we went and watched a, a interview or talk or a presentation by Mr. Ben Burt. Oh, Ever that, heard oh of him? that day. Yeah, Ever that heard day. of him? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. There was loads of people yeah. there, wasn't there? From- he probably got a special thanks in this movie. Sure, I yeah. would think so. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he has to. Uh, Patrick, we were saying that we think Beck would be a good celebrity cameo in a Star War. Uh, where would you oh. put him? Interesting. Uh, where would I put Beck? That's a great question in a Star War. Um, they go to a hat planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's Cad oh, Bane's a... brother. Cad Beck? I was trying to remember. I was like, there is a Beck in Star Wars. There's a couple. Yeah. Because yeah, there's Kellerin. There's Kellerin, there's Ahmed, but then there's also Commander Beck from yeah. Rise of the Resistance. And and there's uh uh oh Beckett Beckett yeah Beckett mm-hmm. yeah. Beckett that's that's the smaller version he's a Beckett yeah what is it is it is it, is it Admiral Beck no Lieutenant Beck Lieutenant Beck's on on Rise of Resistance 
Yeah. Yeah. He's the, uh, the monster. Is that spelled? Is that, oh, okay. So probably not. That's with a Q, I'm guessing. And then no, there's I think also... it's a CK. Huh. No, I think it's B E K. Um, there's also a there's a Beck uh, Admiral Beck in some of the comics too. Yeah, it's B E K is the Rise of Resistance. Yeah, I was gonna um, say I'm pretty sure that there is a B E C K like somewhere. Which I love. Lieutenant yeah. Beck is amazing. Again, yeah. I think it's just the Mon Cal are super uh, likable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm looking forward yep. to the one that is going to be in Ahsoka in a couple of weeks when we talk about Ahsoka. Yeah. Is it going to be so Admiral Akbar? I don't think so. There's one that we can see in the background of some of those trailer shots uh, in like the New Republic, like the brown uniforms. On I think. Admiral Akbar holding Junior. <sighs> like a little baby. Like, yeah. Like a baby size, even bit like same big old eyes. I want to oh, see a baby. Yeah. Oh, Junior is really good friends with Jason Sandula, and they're just running around being little scamps on like home one or home two. Are we going to see Jason? Uh, I mean, there's a minifigure for him, so I think we're going to. Yeah. Oh, is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a minifig. They've got rid of the uh, green hair, but that's fine. I like the idea of calling him Junior because now I want someone to say, We named the dog Aftab. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's fun. Um, that'd be great um i don't have anything else about um rogue one i don't think i'm sure i'll think of more later on but yeah i think i'm done for rogue one uh in two weeks time we're talking about ahsoka it's coming around it's it's here yeah uh patrick we've we've have we got you locked in for an episode of that i don't think i reached out i don't think so Uh, i mean awkward Mm. um uh, (laughs) yeah um, I'm sure that we'll figure. Okay, something we should get out. you like on a later one. So you're, uh, what do you get back? I don't know. End of the month, sometime. We'll figure it well, out. Uh, but, also, also, it seems like this is probably an easier time for you. Yeah, seven thirty. I, I was going to say maybe one of the earlier ones would be better. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. I'm around. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. That's that is in two weeks. So next week we are talking about. Yeah, I know it's crazy. It's coming around so yeah. so quick. It's weird, isn't it? It felt like forever ago last week. Uh, I'm or... so I'm so s- stretched thin right now. <laughs> um, so uh, not a lot of people know this, but on Tuesday, on eight fifteen twenty three, um, we are dropping a trailer for our nice. movies. Which I'm assuming is going to happen because it's oh, out of wow. my control and Taylor's out there working Promoting on it. Promoting it, but, <laughs> but we're also we're also launching an Indiegogo campaign, which okay, I've never cool. been involved with, and yeah. I hope everybody uh, uh, finds it in their heart to 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 help us out because, uh, like, I keep being told, like the first 48 hours are key, and I yeah. have I, I, there's only so much I can do, and I'm not familiar with crowdfunding and it's it's really scary to me mm. and Ralph, would it be really like, funny if i gave so much money that i became an executive producer <laughs> yeah go for it <laughs> so now you can't cut me out motherfucker. I, I don't care i just want i just want i i, I just want it to be make a big enough splash to where 
Matthew Fox, Evangeline Lilly, and Josh Holloway and Harold Perrineau like take notice and aren't like, oh, that's that thing no. I was thinking about doing, but those guys are a couple of clowns. And so it's just like, it's just like, I'm but like, Ralph, to be fair, you are a clown. I know. And that's the problem is I feel like I'm gonna let people know. I feel like this whole thing. I, I, I feel like Jar Jar. I feel like this whole, ever yeah. since Taylor approached me two and a half years ago to do this movie, I felt like, um, I don't belong, <laughs> but, but then it's like day one or day two of shooting where I contacted you because, uh, Michael and Jorge both last minute had very good reasons to mm-hmm. bow out of their interviews those days. Um, uh, since that day and pivoting and being able to pivot, I'm like, I felt like, okay, I've got it. I've been able to schedule things. I've been You're able right. to book people. I've been able to get, you know, logistically people in the right places at the right time to make it yeah. easy on the production and moving stuff around and all of this stuff. And I, I finally am like comfortable in my own shoes. And then this Indiegogo thing, it's like, this is completely not yeah. anything I'm familiar with. And so I just, uh, a, a week from yesterday. So on Tuesday, if you're cool. a Lost fan, you'll remember the date, 8-15-23. It's, it's three of the numbers. And maybe we'll launch it at, you know, Full at 20. four. No, it would be four twenty-eight, four four sixteen, and yeah. 42 seconds yeah <laughs> i mean good luck. Uh, that would cover all the numbers <laughs> it would but but it's it's just i i uh when we're done here i need to go record audio i need to uh, uh do um finish up some artwork for a couple of the perks um I, I, uh, uh and it's just like i'm i'm like this is a lot it's a lot. I, I, I knew I'm excited was and terrified. I knew something was coming next week, but that's exciting to hear that that's that. Yeah. So, yeah, if so, you're watching this, keep an eye out. Go follow. If you're watching this yeah. and you have a podcast, contact me. I, the only thing I know is podcasting, so I need to promote it everywhere. I don't yeah, care I know if that you there's have a few of you watching. Or, or if you have a ton of followers or if you um, have a, a really cool, just, interesting, uh, Twitter account or Instagram account that gets, guy. yeah. Um, and yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to, this is going to be a very vague thing. Um, I recently, we recently, uh, I have to go, I have to go take a shower because I have a show in a couple minutes and I need to get out of here. Okay. Thanks for joining All us, right. Patrick. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great show. All right. Yeah, bye guys. Bye. bye. Um, uh, and they were a writer on Lost. And they essentially told us, like, if you're weirded out about the article that came out in Vanity Fair, which was part of a, a book, that's part of a big problem with Lost. Mm. Just remember that all the writers in that room are proud of the work that is out yeah. there. But also, the one thing that kept them going the whole time were the fans. Yeah. <laughs> so it's okay to still like it. And yeah. I want to make sure that uh, I get on as many podcasts as I can and just tell people like, it's great. It's fine to like loss. You're going to love the movie. The movie's going to address that stuff, but I just, I need people to show up on Tuesday. <laughs> I really need people to show up there. on Tuesday. And um, I, I, I'm hoping that, I mean, I, we don't have the hugest following, but um, if you can follow anyone and yeah, getting like, lost share it around. That's the thing as well. Yeah. Like even if, even if we don't have the biggest following, just 
the yeah. like one of the best things you can do aside from obviously like donating to the campaign is to sharing yeah. so even if yeah. you can't afford to or whatever right now like share yeah, it sure. tell other people about it um because yeah. yeah yeah it's that's key um I'm that's anxious. really exciting i'm really anxious yeah i can yeah, see why it'd be yeah but yeah yeah that's cool yeah. I, feel, um, I feel pressure I feel we will we will obviously talk about that again next Wednesday because uh, you'll be live. Yeah, I'll be in the thick of it. Um, yeah. You'll be in the thick of it, and it'll be within that first forty-eight hours as well. So, right. um, if uh, if if you're not interested, if you're back straight away, um, and you're like, "All right, guys, I've got it. You don't need to pl- keep plugging it to me. Just bear with us for a few weeks. Like, it's it. We're gonna be doing this. So." Yeah, I'm sure you can understand yeah. and you appreciate why we're going to do that. So, yeah. And again, we're going to be here for um, next week, next Wednesday Rebels. on Data Link. We're going to be talking about Rebels. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are doing a rewatch. It's even better. Yeah, it's it even really better than I remember. Is. And I remember it being good. Yeah. Like, this is your first like, might... rewatch through, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. Uh, I've watched it through a few times. I'm watching through with Liz's first time. Uh, so I'm, I'm, we're not doing every episode because time. She wants to time. watch it before Ahsoka. Um, so we're just hitting all the key episodes and some that are just really great episodes, even if they don't tie in necessarily. Um, yeah. But there's so much that we're getting to this point. Like we've we've finished season two and I'm like, I'm, I'm looking through the list of season three and four and I'm like, I just want to watch them all. They're all so, so good. Um, yeah. So we're going to get through as much power as through. I, I, I know the show like well enough that I don't need to worry about finishing it before next Wednesday, but yeah, yeah. that is what we're going to talk about there. And that'll be on a data link. So you'll have to get that on the YouTube page. Uh, and two weeks time, we're going to be back with Ahsoka <laughs> episodes one and two. We're we doing one episode for that. Uh, we're doing episode one and two, and we will have a guest. Cool. Um, we are locked in. Nice. Uh, do I have? Oh, we don't have a. Oh, we do have a guest. We do. We will be joined by our one of our favorite. He's here every oh, every yeah. season. Eddie Pence. I reached out to Eddie. Eddie's up for doing uh, both episodes. I think we're starting at a later time that day. Yep. So that I could get in both episodes before we jump on. We're doing two episodes. We're starting at a later time, so I obviously don't have work. Uh, so yeah. expect a, a bit more of a longer episode. Um, yeah. yeah. And if you can join us, like you've got longer to watch the episodes before you join us and watch it. So we hope yeah. to see you, all of you there. That'd be great. Um, and have you all interacting with us in the comments. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, right. That's it. That, that, that is our episode <laughs> on Rogue One. Uh, a movie that I'm sure we will talk about again at some point in the future. Yeah, we can always, we can always do more talk. It's, it's great. Uh, we love this movie. It's one of my favorites um thank you for joining us uh follow yeah. us on you can still follow us on all the other socials if you want to but uh if you've got blue sky um or if you are desperate for a blue sky code message me or ralph we get one every couple of weeks and like there's yeah. there's people that want them but like yeah yeah we'll we'll try and hook you up yeah. when we can yeah um because it's nice people are friendly over there mm-hmm. um yeah until next week uh, don't give it to hate. Celebrate the love. Punch it.